Okay, gang, you got Mac and Stu here, and you're listening to the Wise Guys Podcast, where we go rogue as we apply wisdom to the everyday to help us do it just a little bit better. Mm. Now, we're recording this episode during Christmas week. Yes. This week, Christmas, right, man? That's right. Uh, But we're going to take a little bit of a roguish approach to this whole Christmas theme, and we're going to do it from a little bit of different perspective. Of course Um, we are. Yep, this is us, right? We We can't go mainstream. We aren't going to approach uh, it typically from the gifts or joy or peace of the season, which now don't get me wrong, and I'm not trying to imply that those things aren't important, all right? Uh, they're great. Uh, but you hear that stuff all the time, right? I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's common. Mm-hmm. Uh, we thought that we would sort of treat those things as sort of the, the outcome, the fruit, if you will, the, you know, the, of, of what we're going to talk about and not focus on those things as the pursuit, so anyway, stick around, folks. Stick around, you rogers, because you just might learn something, right? And as always, we'll share a mystic McNugget, yes, man. Okay, I love those. Because it's strap-in time, folks. Here we go. Off to the races. So, hey, Stu. Hey, Good Matt. to see you, man. Good to see you. Yeah. Namaste. Namaste. Yes, And sir. to all of you beautifully exotic cocktails, namaste to you as well. Mm-hmm. One day after the winter solstice. Yes, right. Yes. Is yesterday. where we are. Yep. And a cosmic event not seen in the same way for over 800 years do, just do, happened. Do, 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 Jupiter and Saturn align. Uh, Can you say togetherness? There That's it is. togetherness right That's there. 800 years. 800 years, it? man. I mean, wow. we got stuff going on out there in the cosmos that's going to kind of come be part of what we're doing tonight. It's sort of the, the mystic side. We always talk about this, that we always sprinkle a little of the stardust right. in with what we're doing. I love so, it. There it is. We've got this cosmic nature going on out there. And and I read this article. I thought this was really cool as it was talking about this event. Um, and the last time that this event like this happened, you could have been a worker on a scaffold on the Notre Dame Cathedral in Paris as they were building it. Wow. And you would see it. Right. Wow. Amazing, huh? Isn't that would that be just, amazing. That's pretty cool. I thought that was a pretty cool statistic, you know. Wow. Um, so there we are. We got we got the mystical. We've got the mac and the stew, and the you got the you got the uh, maestro, and you got the maverick. I mean, you got all this stuff, the maverick going on. So here we are. We're gonna we're gonna launch it. But first, yes. But first, yes. It's Christmas. It is. All right. It's Christmas. So we're, what I want to do for you, Stu is I want to play you my song. What? You're, I'm going to play you, you my Christmas a, song. You have a, I know, I don't play Christmas songs. You have a favorite songs. Christmas song? I know, I'm not the Christmas this song kind of guy. True. But here you go. Get ready. Oh, I can't wait to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> You're a mean one, Mr. <laughs> Holy cow. You really are a you're as cuddly as a cactus. You're as charming as an eel, Mr. Grinch. Oh. You're a bad banana with a... That is perfect. Greasy black <laughs> That is perfect. A greasy black That is peel, perfectly man. you. That's me, isn't it? Huh? Holy cow. Because he still knows this. I mean, this is the way it's been for me for a long, long, long time. I'm I, Christmas is not really my thing. I don't, I don't really 
get into the season like I know you do, Stu. I love it. I know you. Yes, I go to you go to Stu's house, man. It's like Christmas just threw up all over the yeah, place. Yeah, okay? I love it. It's the best. He and his it's wife the they're crazy about that stuff. So you know what that song? Who sang that? <laughs> yeah. That is Thurl Ravenscroft. Who you know who he is? <laughs> no, he was the voice of Tony the Tiger. They're oh great. Goodness. Now, if when you hear that again, you're going to hear I'll it. Know it now. There it is. <laughs> All right. I appreciate that piece of trivia. We yeah, might, no We might get it at the bar. On See, the this Tuesday is because I love Christmas. Yes, That's why I know. You're just into all this <laughs> stuff, man. You're a fountain of knowledge, you know. But there you go. So, you know, this time of season, I don't know where you're coming from or what, what, what you think about Christmas. Maybe Christmas 2020 has been a totally different experience or will be for you than it's ever been in the past. I think that's probably the case for a lot of people mm-hmm. this year. Uh, and so we're just adjusting to all of that, right? We're just adjusting to all of that. But we have a Christmas event. There, Christmas is an event. We're right. celebrating right. an event. I think people forget that sometimes. You well, know? yeah, you know, I, I think so. I, I think we don't, uh, you know, from a Christian standpoint, especially, we tend to take the event and then it has b- much broader ramifications to our theology and to our faith and all that kind of stuff, w- w- which is fine. But at the core of it, we have an event. And what that mm-hmm. is, what is that event? A birth. It's the birth. Right. A right. baby was born. Right. All right. So, it was, and where was the baby born? In a manger. In a manger. So, you know, the setting, the, the, the context, the story takes place in a very simple setting. Right. You know, just With people living simple lives. Yeah. It, 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 just the whole context of the story doesn't get overshadowed by room service and by the swimming pool and by, you know, all the other stuff that we might, you know, think about room at the inn, right? So it's it's a simplistic, simple story with great ramifications, but still a simple story. And, and I think that's what we want to focus on tonight and for this episode, because what's our what's our podcast all about at its core? We want to just do it a little better. Do it a little bit better. Don't we? Right. Yeah. And so we're going to throw this theme of simplicity out there as a Christmas story. And I think if you guys listen and you'll pay attention and maybe you can grab a couple of little aha moments and, and things to, to, to try that I really believe, I think we believe together that you're, it's going to, you're going to do it a little bit better. You will. Right. You know? Right. Um, so, you know, the thing about this message that, that we're talking about and even the Christian message in many regards doesn't necessarily have to just be Christian, right? Uh, obviously, it's the birth of Jesus, and Jesus is the core of Christianity, so I, you know, I understand all those. But there's a, there's a message in there that's universal. Meaning it's for everybody. For everybody. Everybody. doesn't Regardless matter. Regardless of what you believe, right? Yes, you know, it, it doesn't matter mm-hmm. how you practice your faith or how you look at Christmas and the event, whether you celebrate this as a faith-based thing or even if it's a spiritual thing, maybe it's just a secular, you know, holiday event. This is all fine. But what we're going to talk about tonight, I think, it reaches everyone. Nobody's excluded from this conversation, okay? Uh so with that in mind, let's just talk about the human condition, mm-hmm. especially here in the West. Right. Right. So I thought I would just poke fun at us, right? Us, <laughs> us is. That's easy right? enough yeah. to do. <laughs> no, right. So let's just, let's look at some t- statistics. Let's look at some statistics. I can get that out of my mouth, right? <laughs> First of all, 
the average size of the American home has nearly tripled in size over the past 50 years. You're talking the physical home. Yeah, the physical footprint of the home. Exactly. How many square feet is your house? You know what's interesting? I don't think people have family family hasn't tripled of course i I think it's gone down yes it it has statistically we don't have as many children as we did 50 years ago so so there you go right there bigger home fewer people you know bigger home fewer people and that means more space right so now what do we do with that space here's what we do with it (laughs) we farm it out because one out of every 10 americans rent off-site storage oh boy how about that one? I, I see this all over oh, my yeah, town. Yeah. There are storage units going up everywhere. We we, we we have bigger houses, so now we have more stuff, but now we have so much stuff still that we don't have enough space for it, so we got to get off-site storage. <laughs> Think about that one for a second. Mm. Interesting, right? How mm-hmm. do you connect those dots? All right. Mm-hmm. So here's in keeping with that. While 25% of people with two-car garages don't have room to park cars inside them, and 32% only have room for one vehicle. So now, here we go. I might have outside storage, and I can't even park my car in the garage <laughs> because it's oh. so full of my wow. stuff. Okay? Yeah. So here we are. We're, we're poking phone at us. Right. This is what we do. And these are the choices that we make. And all we're going to talk about tonight is, well, what are the ramifications of that? And maybe there's some choices that we can make that are different moving forward that help you do it a little bit better. How about this one? And again, this we know this. We know these intuitively, but we just don't think about it. British research found that the average 10-year-old owns 238 toys, but plays with just 12 of them daily. What? Okay. <laughs> That is a huge number. Now, again, I can think about when my kids were growing up. I look at my grandkids. I mean, it, it, this doesn't surprise me because if you go into the closet, you go into the bedroom, you go in, you go down the basement if you have a basement, or you go into the playroom, what do you typically have? Storage shelves, storage boxes, closets full of toys. Right. There you, they are. You know what's funny about that? And this has to do with animals, but if I buy a gift for one of my animals, mm-hmm. you know what they play with? The box. <laughs> they don't play with what's inside. They get exactly. in the box. I did that when I was a kid. <laughs> we got a big box with a toy in it. I was like, save the box. I'm making a Ford out of it. <laughs> well, you know, it, it, we don't have to make life so complicated. Right. We really right. don't. Now, there's all kinds of other ramifications to having that much stuff, that many toys for a child. That does other things. But, mm. but again... Boy, we could do a whole podcast. Yeah. Right oh gosh. Yeah. I don't want to get. I don't want to get wrapped around the axle over that. All right. But there we are. There. This is the human condition, especially here in the West. Mm-hmm. And and here's here, here's a main part of I think what what we're talking about tonight, folks. Come in a little closer. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on in here. All right. Listen to me. We're not saying that you need to go live in a tiny house and that you need to adopt a minimalistic type of life. Although that's fine. Right. But here's a suggestion. Just stop supersizing your life. Mm-hmm. Just just stop mm-hmm. having everything be plus one, all right? Plus plus two, right. that much more. You know, maybe, maybe just a, an idea, just a just a, an awareness level of what kind of lifestyle that you've adopted and what does it do overall. You know, Mac, this reminds me of an experience that. My family had about yeah, 10 years that's ago. That's right. Yes, yeah. yes. So we perfect, moved perfect. 
Yes. We moved to Costa Rica mm-hmm. and lived there for a year, one year in the rainforest, in the jungle, an hour drive on dirt roads to get to where yeah. we live. Oh, man. And <laughs> we, so I'm about to blow everyone's mind right here, Max. So, yeah. so okay. watch Do out. It. There could be explosions. Strap in, folks. He tightened it up. For that whole time, okay. we did not have cell phones. Can you imagine? <laughs> no, stop. <laughs> okay. Can you imagine? You got people that just had a heart attack out there. All right. <laughs> wow. And you ready for this? Mm-hmm. No TVs. Yeah. Okay. What are you supposed to do with your life? Don't turn us off. Now, well, don't let hang me tell out. you. Just hang on with us. We hang went. On. We went down there to see what it was like, where people that were centenarians, people to live over a mm-hmm. hundred, mm-hmm. where they lived. This was one area in the world where they lived. There's a high population of them. What was their life like? Yep. What did they eat? Yep. What did they think? You know what their life was like? It's a lot simpler than ours. Simple. <laughs> simple. Exactly right. Their homes were simple. <laughs> Their life oh, was man. simple. It was it was amazing oh. thing. So when I moved, when we both, my whole family moved back to the states. Before we had gone there, we sold our house and everything in it, and we had a huge <laughs> house. We had what you're talking about: huge yeah. house, lots of stuff for three of you, for three of us, <laughs> right? Yeah. And when we came back, we just you know we just did not have we did not feel that need anymore. We wanted a simpler yes. life, mm. and so we moved into a, a smaller house with fewer things yeah. and. It's glorious, let me tell you. It, yeah. is, it is so amazing. Well, there it is, gang. Hey, hello. And we're still trying to downsize. Can I? Hey, <laughs> you know, excuse me. Are you out there? You listening? McFly. Okay. Hello. Hello. Okay. So, you know, again, we're, if you can get away with it and can move to Costa Rica, good for you. All right. I think that's awesome. But absent of that, there are definitely some choices that you can make. If you're going to do that, by the way, contact yeah, me. I have a lot of information to give you. Send an email, man. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that's a great story. I mean, there it is. There's a real example right there of how it matters and how you can change things dramatically or even, you know, not so dramatically, but all these little shifts will certainly make a difference. How about this? You know, I'm, I kind of, I'm a finance guy and some other kind of things. And um, how about this one for, for simple Let's talk about your budget. Now, here's an assumption I'm making, right, up front. A lot of people just got really nervous. Because <laughs> what am I assuming? That you have one. <laughs> ah, that you have one, right? First of all, I'm assuming you have one. Amazing number of people that I talk to in my profession that don't, and then they wonder about why they have financial problems. Secondly, if you have a budget, I'm assuming it's just more than in your head, Oh, I kind of got an idea how much we spend every month. That's not a budget, okay? A budget is a written down piece of documentation that tracks numbers, that tracks stuff, that tracks purchases. So here's my point in this. If you have a budget, and if you don't, you need to get one. There's a sidebar. (laughs) And when you finally get it, if you don't already have it, or if you have it, how many line items are in that budget? Mm. Mm-hmm. How many different things categorically do you spend money on? How many entries every month are in your checking account slash savings slash credit cards accounts? Okay. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, I can't, I can't sit here and say, well, this is how many you should have. No. Here's what I will say. How about thinking about having less? That's all. I don't know even know what your number is. I don't <laughs> – it is what it is. Right. But I believe, Stu and I believe, we believe 
that if you will adopt a simpler lifestyle, that number, whatever it is, will be less. And you'll yes. be glad for it. Yes. And you'll be happy about it. <laughs> exactly. You won't this miss isn't... <laughs> having the larger number of items there. Yes, exactly. I mean, I can vouch for that. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it do matter. I'm, I'm just saying mm -hmm. that, you know, evaluate your life a little bit. And these are some of the little, you know, just nugget ways that you can kind of identify from, to nobody else but yourself in the mirror or if you have a partner or a spouse or somebody else that you live life with that that this kind of discussion matters to then fine have it together no doubt about that right mm -hmm. um but well uh, you yeah. know mac we we live in a culture that continually tells us to pursue a higher standard of living in order to improve our uh, quality of life. The American way of life, right? Right, there yeah. But standard of living and quality of life aren't the same thing. I know people yeah, think that they are, but they're not. That's a great point, man. That's a great point. One has to do with the stuff that we accumulate. We've been talking about this, you know, already. Right, right. And the other is about the peace we experience mm -hmm. regardless of our circumstances, right. right? So what if your pursuit of... A standard of living is undermining your quality of life. Anyway. <laughs> There's an irony. Uh-oh. <laughs> Wait a minute here. I got the ladder on the wrong wall. Is that what you're telling me here? Okay. Uh, well. Yeah. Huh. No, but what is even more? What did we talk about last session? That would be a very big adventure in... Missing the point. <laughs> yeah, adventures in missing the point. Got to go back point. and listen to our previous episode. Okay. Yes. We'll that was, plug for that a, one. Right. Perfect. Great point, man. Great mm -hmm. point. Great. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, you know, we, we, just to step back a little bit sometimes and realize just what is it are we pursuing, right? <laughs> you know, and, and, and if what we're pursuing is not what we thought we should be pursuing, sometimes it's a, for a little reality check. Right? right. So that's about our stuff. You know, that's about the, the accumulation of the stuff that can get in the way, mm -hmm. the stuff that that bogs us down, the stuff that entraps us. We've heard lots of discussions about that before. So, you know, we're not going to run that rabbit trail too much. So here's something else to think about. We're talking about material things, right? Correct. So what about something that isn't material? What about your, your time or what's going on in your mind? Mm -hmm. Like Mac, I know you do this, but if I were to ask all of you out there, when's the last time you sat in silence <laughs> for even... Five seconds. Can you do it? <laughs> Is it even possible oh, to have that kind of breathing room yeah. where you allow yourself to not feel like you have all these things to do, right? This is part of thinking about living a life that's a little simpler. Simpler. Right? Yes. Sim simple thinking even. We, we all have complex lives and I understand that. But I think, Stu, you're making such a great point here that's, that, that here's the thing. If you don't have some of the simplicity of your thought, then the complexity of all the other thoughts are, is harder to deal with. It's harder to grid. It's harder to manage. And we're just evidence of that, of the amount of stress and anxiety and depression and obesity and, you know, all, all the things that are products of our inability to be able to just take a deep breath. Right. You know? Well, in my, in my software business where, where when we're troubleshooting, People's minds tend to go to the complex, right? Mm -hmm. Instead, but the, but the answer, the solution 
is always the simplest. <laughs> hey, did you turn it on? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's why it's the not printing. Button. It's not on. <laughs> I mean, but inevitably, that's what that. happens. <laughs> I love that. What a great... Hello. Okay, everybody. You guys listening out there? You guys... You hear this, right? I mean... Let's 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 seek some simplicity in all of this and stop spinning so many plates where we just have absolutely no margin. You know, right. and, and some of you may be super good at spinning lots of plates, and I commend you for that. But at the same time, I'm going to kind of dig at you a little bit to say I'm not so sure I would totally brag about that all the time because I believe that if you stop spinning as the number of plates that you're spinning, do some of this contemplative is really what Sue hasn't used the word, but that's exactly the silence, then you might spin less plates, but they're going to be bigger plates. They're going to be more effective plates. They're going to be more satisfying plates. And life is just going to change. And I think you'll end up doing it just, just a little bit better. A little bit better. Right? So... So yes, uh, and then in our thinking when it comes to, and we're going to kind of cross over a little bit here, um, uh, to, you know, we, we already talked about kind of the mystical to start this, right? The cosmic, right, okay? right. Um, but the event of, of Jesus's birth is a spiritual thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, to have a baby born in Bethlehem back 2,000 years ago would not have got made the headlines. It wouldn't even have made the back page in a paragraph. Nobody would have tweeted about no, it. No, there wouldn't have been, it wouldn't have been, it would have been a non-event. So obviously there's some sig significant significance to that event. Right. And, and, and now we start to move in a little bit. Again, we said this in the beginning. Yes, you can adopt that as a, as a Christian story without a doubt. But we're going to kind of take it even to something a little broader, more universal and say that there's a spiritual message in all of this. That the simplicity can happen in an even greater way if your life is spiritualized. A spiritualized life is a life simplified. Mm. And, and I just want to just sit with that just for a second. I don't want to run. I don't want to run off on my monologue here or on our discussion without that sinking in a little bit. You may not even be a religious person. You may not you know, identify with a particular faith. You may call yourself spiritual but not religious, or you may just say I'm not even a, a spiritual individual at all. Our our place, our where we land the plane. We're not going to land it on a particular faith and we're not going to land it on a, a particular theology or a doctrine right now. We're just going to make the statement that we believe that if you have a spiritualized life, that it will end up affording you some things that will help you to simplify your life. Right. So, again, we're the wise guys. Mm -hmm. So the question is why? Mm -hmm. Why is that so? Is that so? Mm. Right? Yeah. I hope you're asking that out there. I hope you're saying to yourself when when I make a statement like that, great thing. Why? I think we need to have callers calling in. We <laughs> I can ask the question. Why? why? Dial one eight hundred wise guys. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna work. That on number that, doesn't man. exist, by the way. Yeah, yeah. But that's a good. <laughs> Not point. yet. I think we're gonna we're onto something there. So well, I can know, think a life awesome. spiritualized is a life simplified. For me, I can think about it from the perspective of. There are some some things that are answered for me that I don't have to try to figure out mm -hmm. because of 
right. my spirituality. Because of a faith. There's just some things that I have uh-huh. faith in, I believe in, and it and it right. simplifies my life because of those exactly. beliefs. And, and that could be true regardless of where you're finding your belief. Yes, I think right. you can look across the board at any faith practice, uh, whatever that might look like. Uh, and, and again, you can, you might want to say, well, yeah, sure, but they become, then you become a, you know, become a robot. Now you just do whatever it is that religion tells you. And that's a whole nother discussion for, uh, you know, another time. Well, yeah. it's not, and it's not about, I'm glad you said that because yeah. it's not about that for me because there, there's a lot behind the scenes of what I just said. Right. Here's what's behind the scenes where I'm getting that information from. I trust. Yes. I've already built equity in a relationship with that type Correct. of spirituality. So I'm already trusting what's happening there. Perfect. I've built that. Agreed. Right. Yeah, that's I mean, there's just a lot of a lot of the chaos gets eliminated when you can begin to get a little more grounded and run have a filter to run some things through. Uh and again, that's a we'll we'll probably have uh, an episode at some point or episodes that are going to talk way more about how do you do that and what does that really mean. Um, so we're just going to kind of leave it there for you to think about. Just think about that. And you're welcome to send us, you know, we've got information on how you can drop us a line, whatever you're thinking about that. We'd love to hear from you. We really would. We'll, we'll talk about it um, in one of our upcoming episodes. We won't use any names to protect the innocent, right? <laughs> but uh, we'd, we'd love to have hear how you guys are, 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 are roguing all of this. Uh, but, you know, it's about creating, a, Stu, I think you used this earlier, you know, you, it's, it's about creating some breathing room. And you might have to make some hard choices. There might be some hard choices to be made. Mm-hmm. But here's what I know about every single one of us. Whatever you just are, are thinking right now about all of this, whatever maybe excuses that you might be thinking in, in your brain, um, and uh, here's, here's what I know. Here's what a boss told me years and years ago. You will do whatever you want to do. Ha, so true. I mean, I just, so whatever it is that's going through your brain right now about some of these reasons why you can't. Now, you, you can say, well, I don't want to. That's a, that's, a, that's a fine choice. If that's what you want to make, that's certainly your choice. But if you think what we're talking about here has got some traction, then, then you'll do whatever you want to do about it. And we're going to encourage you in it. Don't get me wrong, all right? Uh, because we know how complex this can be sometimes, right? Uh, but we're not looking for a New Year's resolution. You get enough of those. Right. We're talking yeah. about a, an adoption, a lifestyle adoption, an idea adoption, a thinking adoption, where you've just shifted some of your thinking and consequently some of your habits or some of your life and you're going to move forward in that, moving forward. It's not some January 1st, write it down, New Year's resolution that's gone in a month. That's, well, you're, you Mac, know. what you're making me think of is living life intentionally in the present moment. Yes. Right? And you're living life instead of life living you. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, I, I mentioned it earlier. Um, in all of these things, especially if you have a partner, that a lot of these concepts, you're talking about lifestyle changes. And so these are great discussions to have together because together yes. is better. Yeah. Uh, and if you, if not, let's say that, that you know, that, that, that's not your life situation, then you know, who's your tribe? Who is it that you can go to that can help encourage you and that you can run some of your 
thought about pondered changes that you might want to start making to your life. Uh, but get some other people involved in this. This isn't a solo journey. This isn't a lone ranger kind of thing to try to make these kinds, I think, of lifestyle shifts all on your own. You can certainly make some of them, but, you know. And keep your antennas up for people that may enter your life just for a moment. Yeah. To have one of these conversations. Yeah. This happens to me all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You and your toe shoes or whatever, right? <laughs> oh, man, it's crazy. This guy, I tell you what. You know, I love it. Yeah. So, I mean, you were telling the story. It just happened at Starbucks. Yeah, at Starbucks, right? I yeah. was wearing um, a, a USA wrestling jacket and ordered my coffee. And underneath that, I had my Ohio State Buckeyes wrestling shirt on. And the gentleman making my coffee said, hey, you're a, rest you a wrestler? I said, I'm a coach. And... He said, and you're from Ohio. I said, how'd you know that? He goes, well, it's on your shirt. <laughs> and he began to to just have a conversation with me. And at the end, this is what blew me away, Mac. Yeah. At the end, he handed me my coffee and he says, I hope this gives you what you were looking for tonight. <laughs> and I, I literally, I didn't. I didn't know what to say. I was I was tongue tied. I was well, I was like, wow. He came in like juice, man. Like it there works. is somebody who is living life awake. Yeah, yeah. And and he's not only living it awake, he's living it for others too, because he just gave you an encouragement. He cared yeah. about me, interested in me. That's he awesome. wanted to know, and he and he noticed. He right. had his antennas up, noticing. Right. How could he connect with me? That's what he did. That's awesome. Man, yeah. if we all did that, yeah, that would be. But just if we're all amazing. going Mach six, we, we're not going to have time for that fire, kind of stuff. Right? <laughs> it's just not going. We're not going to have time. So right. simplifying. So there's the message for tonight, Simplify. gang. Right. You know, go a little rogue in your life and start to think outside the box. Uh, it's our encouragement to you to begin to figure out some ways to simplify your life. And again, we'd love to hear your stories. So send us a little note. That would be great. So we're going to wrap it up, man. And what do we wrap up with always? A mystic. Mac oh, you got to get the Mystic Mac Nugget here to, to, to end with. So here we go. Ready for this? This is coming from, this Mac Nugget is coming from one of my favorite people, right? Rumi. And a lot of you might know who he is or not, but uh, he's a mystic. And uh, here we go. I'm just going to drop it on you. Ha! No pun yeah, intended. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> so here it is. You, you exotic cocktails. That's the Mac in here, right? Okay, he didn't say that. You are not a drop in the ocean. You are the entire ocean in a drop. Whoa. Hmm. I love that. You're beautiful. Every single one of you. You, you are the entire ocean. We're going to leave it at that. We're going to say Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. We're going to say Namaste. Namaste. Because that's at the heart, I think, Happy also holidays. of the Christmas message. Yeah, all of the above, right? right. Have a great uh, holiday season. Enjoy it with your loved ones and with folks. And we're going to catch you guys on the flip side. Thanks for listening. All right. Take care. Bye. Okay, all of you rogers, it's Mac here. And you may now unbuckle your four-point harness. If you enjoyed this episode of The Wise Guys, we encourage you to subscribe to the podcast. Please share it with your friends and drop Stu and I a note. Subscribing is the fuel that makes it possible to deliver fresh, eclectic wisdom every week. Let us know how you are going rogue, and we'll share some of our favorite off-the-reservation stories on an upcoming episode. And don't forget, spread the wisdom by liking us on all social media platforms, and keep asking The Wise. We love having you part of the conversation.